Welcome back to Life After High School, everybody. My name is Glenn Younger-Gorse, and each week I look to bring you an impactful guest, message, story, and lesson to help you reach your wildest goals. Thank you for hanging out with me today, and let the show begin. It's the Life After High School podcast. Cody. Hello. Thank you, brother. Hey. How, how are you? So first Good. and foremost, hey. nice, to, nice to see you. Let's go. So <laughs> I'm really stoked that you're able to grace me with your time today, and yeah. you're able to share your experiences and your life. Because I think the few times that I've talked to you, I've really, I've got a kick out of you. I think you're a good guy. And the people that we know in common have only mm-hmm. said great things about you. That's so good. I'm really stoked about this. So thanks for coming on the show. Dude. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, for me uh, too, uh, I always seen, okay, I, just a heads up, by the way, full disclosure. I probably have a thick French accent, but I, <laughs> but it's weird. I don't speak French yeah. at all. It's really? like blows my mind. Come yeah, on. I don't know why. My last name is Pichet, but yeah. while I'm talking here, um, what? I have no idea how or what or when I picked this up. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just being living in Sudbury. Interesting. <laughs> but anyway, so that's kind of how this all started was uh, we actually shout out to, to good buddy Rogan there. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, yeah, we were just kind of bumped in uh, outside at the bar there on Halloween and he said, hey, uh, I always wanted to come on and here we are. So shout out to you, hey, buddy. Thank you. awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> so that being said, take us through kind of your experiences and your transition leaving post-secondary school to where we are now. Take us through that yeah. timeline and then we can go through it full circle. Perfect. Yeah, so uh, I mean, cool concept with the podcast, obviously, life after high school there. So uh, for me, for my story, basically, I went, like, I grew up in Sudbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in the flour mill here. Uh, I went to St. Ben's for high school, did the full four years there, all that. But, you know, like, you get to that grade 12 point where mm-hmm. you, 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 all your weekends are just partying, having fun, whatever. Hits your reality check, uh, you know, second semester. Grade Pretty, quick. <laughs> Pretty quick. Pretty quick. You're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. So for me, uh, what I did is I, I went into the trades to start. Yeah. So I went to Cambrian. Uh, I did electrical, um, which is kind of weird because every realtor I know that's a guy usually starts doing electrical. Like I can think of like four or five of us that same. So uh, yeah, me right out of high school, I went uh, right at 17 because I have a late birthday. So I jumped right into uh, Cambrian, did the three years there. So I got my technologist uh, nice. electrical, and then uh, I worked in the union down in Toronto, the electrical union. I was wiring uh, high-rise condos, oh, wow. doing that for a bit. But I remember one day and it hit me hard. I was kind of walking downtown, going to work, uh, and in front of me there was like my journeyman, uh, like uh, the boss or whatever, yeah. electricians. They were walking, and then on the left there was a group of guys wearing suits and AirPods and all that stuff. So. It kind of hit me there. I was like, uh, I, I feel like I fit in more with the business, you know, suit yeah. and tie kind of look, not uh, the trade style. So interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I made that switch because I, I kind of knew I wanted to get in sales. I didn't know if it was like uh, car sales or phones or houses or whatever. Yeah. But that's kind of what happened. I, that summer off uh, when I when I quit the union, I came back up. I uh, had an interview, uh, shout out to my uh, boss, uh, my former boss, Kathy at Remax there. So she kind of excited me and uh, got me into the real estate game. And yeah, I never looked back since. So. Nice. Now, what was it? Was it just literally that one moment of you kind of compared where other people are and where you were probably going? Or was yeah. it more than that before? Like, were you kind of always hoping for a way out or well, like something? For me, uh, like the schooling to the actual trades, like completely mm. different. Like the schooling's fine; it's all theory. You're like yeah. you're learning a bunch. You get to the real world; uh, the theory is not as important. It's more or less, you know, making a job done, right? But in the union in Toronto, it's a lot 
different because I mean they're just like uh, the faster they get it done the faster they're rented the faster they get paid right so mm -hmm. it was more like go 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 quick not it kind of there was no more learning after that it was just repetitive like same job do, 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 instead of, yeah so okay. in school it was cool you're like oh new concept new this you know yeah. oh, different machines whatever you start working it's just you're getting uh, paid to work right so yeah for me that was the switch also to seeing uh, the older people and they had back pains and knee issues mm. and you know things like that from being in the trades for so long so i just said well i mean uh, in, in an office job in real estate you know agents they can work till they're till they're dead pretty much right you can mm -hmm. work till you're 90 95 100, yeah whatever, if you're right? taking care of yourself so there's sure. no like demanding that was kind of the big switch i just said okay uh, I could go down this road and by the time I'm like 30, I'm going to start like being sore and this and that or, yeah. uh, you know, I could switch into a nice office style and use my brain more and get paid that way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, was it the excitement of your old boss at Remax that was the driving force? Like, oh, this is real estate. Like, how did you go about <laughs> deciding? Well, that was the other process. So <laughs> when I came back, I worked at uh, Lot 88. So I nice. was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that's good. And they're local there. Yeah. So. For me, I kind of got into serving a bit and, and hosting and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So I got, uh, you know, seeing how other people work in different professions. All the uh, car salesmen come there and all that. So, you know, I'm starting to see people and, and sales and, yeah. you know, because for me, I didn't really think sales to begin with. But if anybody knows me, they know, like, I just never shut up. I just like to talk and talk and talk. So, so this is perfect for you. Yeah, perfect awesome. career. And that's kind of like she put the nail in the coffin, my old boss, to kind of like that was it and I was like okay hey, I'm like that said doing it but yeah. it was always planted in my head uh, I wanted to get in sales I just didn't know like how to do it but she was like okay. the meeting to like finalize it yeah like she yeah. bridged that oh yeah she like motivated me to like get the schooling get it done get it going no kidding oh yeah <laughs> I mean for a career move there from trades to business um, I have no complaints like I, I had both yeah. experiences I, I live both lifestyles interesting and, yeah I mean uh, you just kind of have to pick what suits you but you know that whole mindset of you have to chase a passion. And yeah. Me, my passion is people. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. Yeah, I love connecting helping people. That. So with real estate, you're adding nice value. You know, you're, you're mm -hmm. helping a, a young couple move into their first house. Yeah. You're helping. Which uh, is a big milestone for them. Oh yeah. Right. It's a That's big what deal. I mean. For me, when you, you make those calls to say like, yeah, our offer got accepted, or you know, this and that. Um, I love, I love doing all that stuff. Jeez. Do you have one? moment in particular kind of jumping ahead but we'll, we'll circle back but yeah, do, you, yeah. do you have a uh, moment in particular in your career like a favorite moment that stood out from something like that uh in regards to the giving back or making somebody yeah. like, kind of dream come true i mean uh like there was one set of clients that i had that like when when covid market was going on here they had really low rates so uh everything was like it's super competitive extremely competitive yes. so uh i had a client that we would always lose by like five grand margin five grand margin like Really good offers, but when you get competing offers, uh, yeah. you know, we'd always be like just second and, and not there. So I felt bad because you're shopping and shopping and they're eager and you know, yeah. you feel like it is the one. But the one uh, that's what it was, it was like four or five times. And by the Oof. fifth one there, but the, the house that they actually bought, they're like kind of glad they lost on all those ones. No, they're way. like. They're very happy with the one they have. That's what I mean. Yeah, like you know, your yeah, house exactly. is your house, and it all kind of plays out perfectly. But that was the the call to hear their energy. Like, hey guys, and they're like, "What? We lost again?" No, no. Like, when's the when's the party? When's the closing day party? Because I'm coming. And they're like, "What do you mean? Like, we got the house?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're no, upstairs. yeah, yeah." Oh man, that's <laughs> that's so the exciting. best part. It's that yeah. when you get the energy of like their house is sold, or you know they got the accepted offer for, yeah. to buy it. Deal went through. Yeah, yeah. Like just. Um, 
I get a rush off that, like the human uh, reaction. That's and stuff. awesome. It's like a huge psychology yeah. element in sales. Like a lot of people uh, don't notice, but like psychology is everything in sales. I find. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of, we'll we'll touch on that in a bit. But what I want to know, um, what is step one? Take me through the process of going from oh, I'm interested in real estate to. I'm a real estate agent now selling homes. Take me through kind of a step-by-step process, if you will, if somebody yeah, yeah. has no idea like from, from how to eight. start in real estate. Yeah. yeah. So like if you wanted to... <laughs> yeah, how, how, can, uh, how can somebody go about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, for me, uh, that was also the thing because when you're in high school, no one mentions that path. It's either you go to college, you go to the trades, you go to university. reasons. You know what I mean? But no yeah. one uh, really explains like other jobs like real estate and stuff so people people dm me all the time like yeah. how did you do it how do you become a realtor because they don't really teach that in high school right oh god no. they don't say uh, this is the, how you do it and all that stuff they so, say apply to this program and that program will teach you how to do this they set you up no, for yeah. a no yeah a rat race no yeah or well for that's kind of the route i was going right because yeah. you're in high school and you, that's the only two options they say you're going to college university yeah. or you're working one of the three right but they don't really say uh the sales side they don't they don't ever so yeah for me weird yeah i know so for me that's i mean there's a million jobs out there that you just got to think outside the box so yeah. w- to get your license to start uh, i did my schooling through aria which was the old system oh yeah now it's through humber college yeah. so they took over the program um, but it's like kind of all self-taught i don't know the specifics of the new schooling, oh, okay, but I, I do so. know it's like, I believe, I don't top my head, I think five courses. So what it is, is you register for course one, uh, you, you do all these modules, yeah. and you kind of self-learn <laughs> at your own pace. Like, it's not like you're in, a, in an actual, like, college at Humber College, you mm-hmm. just host the program. Right. So you'll pick up course one, you, it's self-taught, you learn on your own pace, then you write an exam, you pass that, you go to the next course, da 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 Oh, no kidding. But the only thing after that, so you do all your courses there, you get your quote-unquote schooling done. Yeah. Uh, at that point there, you have to pick which board you want to work for. So if you want to live in Sudbury, you want to live in Toronto, whatever. So you have to work for uh, a board first. So me, it's obviously the Sudbury Real Estate Board because I live in Sudbury. Then you have to pick like a brokerage you want to work for. Mm-hmm. So I chose Remax Crown, obviously, and I'm on the Kula team and everything nice. like that. So, <laughs> nice. But that is the process. So you do yeah. that Humber College thing. I mean, if anybody is curious, you shoot me a DM at Cody Pichet, a shameless plug, but <laughs> I can help guide you that way. It's funny. Nice. I always get DMs uh, in like the, you, you know, you see snippets like, mm. on your lock screen. Yeah, the first like five. So words, it yeah. says, uh, hey, uh, I'm really interested in real estate, but like, and then it says dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, like I'm excited. I'm like, oh, they, they're probably going to buy a house. They're probably messaging me. But then no. I, I open it and it's like, they yeah, I don't how know do you how get to do your schooling and you're like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm more competition. Yeah, right? let's go. But honestly, <laughs> that's the thing. Real estate's a, it's a big sandbox. There's a lot of agents. I think yeah. in Sudbury, I don't know the exact number, but I think it's close to 500 agents in Sudbury. So that's what I mean. It's a really competitive industry. Uh, you got to really get out there and do things, yeah. you know, like me coming on the podcast. And you're always trying to think on how to... Uh, network, elevate, right. grow, uh, that's kind of it, right? And not stopping. But that's what I see with new agents. They they get licensed and that's it. They think clients come to them. Oh God. Uh, but no, it's like doggy dog, you go out there and survive. <laughs> so now, but I'm curious about that because I do want to know how you market yourself in yeah. a extremely, what appears to be, and especially if you're on social media, everybody and their mom seemingly is a real estate agent, right? Oh yeah. Most of them are like, I don't see them like every like month. I'm like, Oh, they have this house for sale. So I'm like, okay, I can understand if they're doing well or not. Right. Based on kind of 
their for, presence, right? But how would you? How do you stand out in a crowded market or industry? No, that's tough. So for me, uh, like I started my career, like it's funny that so with my team, they you train and stuff. Yeah. My first day, like solo, was literally the day lockdown started in 2020. Come on, like first day stacked. Like I'm like, oh, this is, here we go. Let's start the real estate, the spring market. It was like March time, and then yeah. boom, like the news are like, yeah, uh, we're everything shutting everything shut down, down for like two months. So. Uh, that's kind of the thing. You're sitting at home and you're like, "Hey, well, how I'm I'm a new agent. Like, how yeah. do I put myself?" So that kind of sparked the idea. I'm like, you know what? Uh, why don't I use Instagram? And at the time, mm. not many people were using like social media. It was the old traditional, yeah. put it up on MLS, get your showings in this night. Because back then, uh, we had to think strategically. How do we get showings? Because the government, we were on lockdown. You couldn't go view houses and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were non-essential. Or sorry, we were essential. So you were able to go, which is interesting, like to That's do cool. the showings. Yeah. But I mean. Uh, we're like, okay, how do we market the house easier? Oh, let's get into videos and, yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. So huh. for me to get promoted, I'm always on Instagram, always on Snapchat, all the social media apps I'm always using. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's a free app. Uh, yeah. It's free content that you it's create. crazy right? good. So like today, yeah. prime example, I don't know if, uh, I mean, this obviously is a podcast today, but mm -hmm. I put up a story today about... Uh, just a stupid thing. I'm at a restaurant and yeah. I, the, the wood knot and I'm like, it's oh, over yeah, yeah, there yeah. or whatever. So out of that, I get engagement, right? I got like six or seven people I'll be like, oh no, it's a koala bear or whatever. But from there, you yeah. could spark a conversation yeah. and, and, and get clients. So for me to stand out, that is how I do it. It's just, I'm not the traditional like yeah. house, 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 uh, message me to buy message. So I'm, I put yeah. a lot more like personal uh, flair into it. Like I post my life right. and out of that, people feel comfortable and you know, I'm relatable and all that. And then that way is most underrated thing ever. Because it's so hard. Because the way you have to do it, and mm -hmm. I ask this question knowing the answer, but when I ask how do you stand out, it's obviously be authentic, right? Oh yeah, and like well, be yourself. It's easier to relate to people. That's why a lot of big videos I've seen on YouTube and stuff, and big shows, are like big stories that catch are things they're doing outside the box because they're very specific to these people, right? Well, that's the thing. Like when people people talk to me, like as a realtor, yeah. They already assume that uh, all realtors know the craft, right? So then it's like uh, they're a dime a dozen or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that's the way you stick out is by putting your personability on Instagram and whatever, because then people joke around and they also have that and uh, they they relate to you, right? And mm -hmm. then from there, you know, they message you, they feel comfortable, and then you go ahead and, and you work with them. Yeah, because kind of they're like, oh, like Cody does this or he goes and does that, and like, oh, this is what his interests are. It's like, well, oh, yeah. I'm interested in that too, and then. Oh, stuff like that and then people see that and it's funny you mentioned engagement because I know people who know you and have told me about you but I'm sure you aren't sure about who they are You're like I don't know <laughs> oh, yeah. that like, happens oh, yeah, all the time this. and I'm like dude that's, see, uh, that's awesome oh, yeah. though right it's that's funny kind of too with my girlfriend there like when we first started dating um I guess she like never like a real estate agent, right? So yeah. we go in public or whatever, and it happens all like I'm used to it. I'm yeah. used to where people like if we go to the bar or that's we go cool. out to dinner. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> what I mean. You get to a point where you just post the content out there. I have no idea the response, but mm -hmm. behind the scenes, people are talking, sharing things, yeah. and whatever. And then Amazing. I go in public, and they're like, "Oh, that's Cody Piche. That's the guy from Instagram, <laughs> or that's the I video." Love it. That's all it is, right? Yeah. So for me, it's ah, that's cool. just post, 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 put it out there, yeah. and then hopefully people watch and engage and, and kind of go with ah, it. That's so sick. And there's a... <laughs> dude, I've had like probably three or four times that I didn't know the person, or I knew of, but like didn't follow them or don't really like... I don't... Mm. 
I don't. Well, it's like you and me. Like, like I, 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 have, I, dude, it blows my, it makes my day so good. Dude, I that feels so good. Like prime you, example, uh, I had no clue. Uh, like I didn't never knew you from the no, past, right? But pulling the wall through nothing. affiliation of social media. Yeah. And, you know, I seen you interview other people I knew whenever I yeah. watch it, and then I'm like, oh, that'd be cool one day to get on there. Yeah. And then boom, we're at the. It's like we're all just having a good time, yeah. mutual friends. Like, yo, what's up, what's up what's dude? Saying, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're Cody Pichet. Yeah, let's do this up. Oh man, that's awesome. I think the thing that I found got me. The most engagement was, it was at the beginning of 2020 when the lockdown started. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of how I've steamrolled, uh, and sorry, not steamrolled, but snowballed into having a bunch of friends and new connections and new friends over the, through the podcast is I would, I just got this random idea one day of just posting like one joke a day, just like yeah. set up punchline, right? One, two, I get like 30 people every day be like yo like they would just respond and laugh i'm like i didn't even remember this person like existed or yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. oh my god i'm like i haven't talked to you since grade 11 like this is crazy oh, Forgot, yeah. i didn't know you still follow me so all this stuff is really interesting and then the best one i got dude i swear like not blowing smoke at all like probably at least 130 responses on my instagram like oh my which is ridiculous but this is what i did so I was, yeah. I was leaving a job site and i had wi-fi and i put up the joke of the day so the joke was um, hey, it was like 5.30, whatever, and leave a rental site, and I was like, hey, today marks 100 days sober, and then I posted that, and then just, you know, black and white, so, and then I go, and I go to post the punchline, but the punchline failed to deliver, because I go to post it, and oh, it failed to upload, so, and then I leave <laughs> the job site thinking, oh, the joke's up, yeah, yeah. I come back home, and like, within the span of 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, I'm like, it's like it's like it had like thirty plus new messages oh on the thing, and I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, yeah. And then I had like cousins, aunts, uncles. I had like thirteen friend requests that just all like I'm like, "What is going on?" And then I looked, and I'm like, "Oh no!" So all people <laughs> read are like, "Today marks one hundred days sober." Yeah, yeah. But the punchline is not in a row, just in total. Oh, right. So yeah. that's hilarious. And I, the problem is, is nobody read that until it, I got home and it uploaded it again. Upload, yeah. And then all those same people respond to be like, you're an asshole. <laughs> like, this is Let's where see, that's... we can go discuss it. Oh yeah. That's a, that's the power oh, of social media. Like everything, Insane. Uh, everything and anything I post is very uh, methodical, you yeah. know, always looked over and this and that, because that's the thing. Uh, you post something <laughs> and something fails to upload. Mm -hmm. You don't like a misinterpreting and whatever, but hey, it just shows you the, the power yeah. of social media. It's so cool, you know dude. I mean? Like you can connect to some oh, yeah. interesting people. You like you get to understand who people are and relate to them. And do you have a, for the lack of a better term, content strategy that you use, or you just like? This I always, I try. So every you know, you get on the board, you start planning and whatever. But to be honest, I find. If you put too much effort into thinking about it, you'll like psych yourself out. I find yeah, usually it's almost not natural. Or, at that point. That's I mean, it feels like a chore, and you're like, oh, okay, I got to do shoots on this and yeah. That. So for me, it's I wake up and I'm like, you know what? Today I want to do an Insta picture. Mm. So let's find a thing and do that. So I usually uh, like the nice thing with me on the team though, like all the extra behind the scenes uh, footage and stuff, like you know listings and whatever. That's all taken care of with the team. Yeah. So for me, my day and stuff is all focused on like, okay. What's what do I want to do today? And that's why I love the job because to me it's not a, a job; it's like a passion. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I, I'm passionate about uh, a podcast today. Let's go mm -hmm. shoot one. Nice, you know, something like this. Or that's I mean, it's like free range. You can do whatever. But that's so cool. That's my take on it. I don't think planning uh, is always as important. I think it's just get out there and put it out there, right? Right. Like the more content, eventually, if you throw stuff on the wall, yeah. something's gonna stick. Kind yeah. of idea. So 
for me, it's like whatever's in my head, you'll do it. And also confidence. That's, I find that's a big thing with social media. People don't want to post TikToks. They don't want to this and that because they're afraid of the public reaction. Yeah, and, which know, is uh, real. Well, it's like huge. It's, it's fair. It's like, but that's, that's what kind of separated me from the the rest, right? Because uh, I'm always out there. Like the one thing I can always remember, and I mean, I don't know if you want to clip this as a thing. I'll figure it so out. So for yeah, me, there's a, a big meme that I did a sh TikTok thing uh, back when I first got TikTok. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to do anything. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to shoot like six in a row here. But I was young and didn't really prep, so I mm -hmm. wore a turtleneck. So I had a turtleneck on, and I did like eight in a row of like Amazing. the same turtleneck fit. So then this like running meme was like, oh, like you're the turtleneck realtor. Amazing. So if you see on my Insta, I posted something uh, when the season changed to, yeah. the, to the, the fall. And I literally wore the same turtleneck, and I was like, oh, like fall season's back. Amazing. You know what I mean? So like just things that's like funny. that, that, that's what I'm saying. Content that I didn't plan for, I just put yeah. out there. Uh, something caught and yeah, you're like making fun of yourself in a way too. Oh yeah, right? that's a big thing. If like you're not taking yourself too seriously, that's a thing. I already kind of know what people will say. Yeah. Uh, so I'll post content with no fear, and people always ask me like, "How do you? How are you so confident? And how are you so? Yeah, how do you get over like, that? Yeah, exactly. For me, the thing with that is, you just you put it out there and just expect it to come, right? Mm -hmm. So if you just expect it then you're not really afraid of it. You're like, it's bound to happen. I might as well do it, right? So, right. but then you get in a right where then people can't now continue to complain. It's always that initial, like, put your feet in the water. They'll, like, bark back or, like, yeah. you know, make a joke about the turtleneck TikTok or whatever. And then after that, they're just used to, like, you get in that, like, same thing with your podcast. When yeah. you first did it, it was probably like, what? He's doing podcasts? Yeah, what are you like, doing? Like, why? What a waste sure of time, bro. But now... Like, that's what I mean, but now yeah. here you are with consistency and everybody's like wanting it's like, to come oh, on. Oh, I want to come on. Like, That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like I actually Interesting. was uh, like pumped for this. Dude, thanks, man. <laughs> like Dude, for real. I, really, like I was like, you know lot, what? Though. Like Thank you. Uh, everybody in Sudbury so nice. knows yeah. about it and uh, everybody's on it, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, thanks, At the man. start of it, people are probably like, oh, I don't want to be the guy to go on. I don't want to be on the spotlight. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But for me, it's like, get me on there and roll the camera and boom. Amazing, cool. dude. <laughs> thanks, man. That means a lot. I really appreciate that, bro. There's a. It's also used to be like a sea of awkwardness. So I'm basically right. inviting us to have an awkward conversation for that's an hour and a half. But now it's not the case. Now yeah. it's well, so that's thankfully right. Podcast. I, I was saying that too when we first started. Yeah. You were like the first on the trend. I find like yeah, one hundred percent. Like yeah. now though, uh, podcast this podcast that. Yeah, everybody, like that's I what listen I'm to them, and <laughs> I appreciate people who are creating, and yeah. I love that. But most of them aren't good, and I'm not saying mine is, but it is. But it's, what, it, what it is, is it's better. Yeah. I look at it in a sense of, I'll listen to episodes twice. Mm -hmm. If I like the guest, I'll listen to the show. And yeah. then I'll listen to it again to see how the host interviewed that person. Yeah. Right? To see, okay. So they had, uh, I'll use a buddy of mine uh, recently, like uh, Michael Brovac. He had, he's been on my show twice. But he's also been on like seven other podcasts, right? And I asked them, because those are the people I like asking about, like, like Nina here, she's yeah. been on like five other shows and she told me after, she's like, this was my favorite one to do. And I was like, okay, well, let's dive into why. So I went back and listened to one or two of the episodes after she gave me her five cents about it. And she said, and I, what I gathered was just the questions were very like specific. Be like, so Cody, welcome to the show. Tell me about real estate. Why? <laughs> How'd you get into it? Okay, that's cool. What's selling like? Okay. Yeah. Tell me about Steven. And it's like what is like there's no yeah, yeah it's yeah. like let's get into it let's peel layers back right let's yeah, find yeah. out like too how working. you build yeah it feels yeah. too stiff and too like, scripted 
Yeah, which is the other thing too. What a podcast should be. Well, right, that's so. podcasts are meant to be fun and free. And, and yeah, easy. man. What was your story? Why did you decide to start this? Oh, I'm gonna flip the script. Here. I love it. There's so <laughs> many. I think answers I could give, but I think I've met a lot of people through whether it be traveling yeah. in different countries or whether it be like working with people who have done these cool things and done these really interesting experiences. And I really, every single time I'd be on these experiences or I'd meet people, and I'm sure you've relate. You can relate to this whether it be like friends or women where you're talking to them and you have this like you end up talking for five hours and you're oh, like yeah. oh my god i have so much energy after that conversation i love that oh, yeah, me too I've and seen on the... that drives the show at the end of the day because all these people who signed this table i've had that with them and it's nuts because i'm be like man like we start off just like you know being friends or chatting then like i dive into like why people like how do you tick like why is this the thing like Cody, like, what is the vision for, like, sorry, what is success to you in your career? Like, what is that, right? Yeah, and yeah. then now it's like, well, I want to know, like, what is success to you in your career? Like, what does that look like in your form? Yeah, exactly. So you started because so, like, that's, that's what it is, right? So you found kind of something yeah. like doing passion, and then you turned it into a thing, right? Yeah, and luckily yeah. it doesn't, like, the startup cost isn't really anything if yeah. I already had all, <laughs> half this stuff and then, you know, a couple bucks here and there and you're, like, you know, to meet all these people and everywhere you go, somebody be like, hey, man, like, I either want to get on the show, have heard the show, liked your last episode or you do a podcast, eh? Or, like, why do you do a podcast? Oh, yeah. And then, like... That's same thing with me in real uh, estate, right? Yeah, dude. So, at the start, nobody knows your name, nobody knows who cares, no. right? But then as you get consistent, do it, and whatever, it's, that's all real estate is, right? It's yeah. consistency. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I have good days and bad days, mm -hmm. you know? In sales, more bad than good, to be honest. Because, I mean, if everything was good, I'd have uh, 500 sales a year, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like that, so... Never. Uh, that's the thing, though. It's just waking up, and if you actually enjoy it, then all that background noise means nothing. It's, mm -hmm. it's actually like... Uh, you know, it is what it is. It's good and bad, and overall, you're waking up happy, right? That's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, man. Now, yeah. what I'm curious about, you talk about good and bad days. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me about one of the, uh, tell me about the best day, or the best sale mm -hmm. you've made. My best sale. Yeah, you don't necessarily have uh, to go numbers. That'd be freaking cool if you did, but yeah, like best I mean, my sale, highest biggest sale, one. Yeah. My highest sale in my career so far, I believe, was, uh, I'm not going to get into details of it, but my yeah. biggest one was 1.2 million, which was pretty cool for like being 25 good for you uh, <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's everything too that's cool for that's me cool. uh that's was my best sale but like price wise now i would say my best sale like value wise yeah was selling uh yeah i was selling my parents house like my childhood uh, home whoa like that was like that's intense oh yeah that was uh like selling your childhood <laughs> home and then helping your parents buy yeah. the next home i've helped my sister buy a house you know Jeez. all this stuff so those are my best sales is like my close family uh because wow. like that's really the true test of like you see like your skills come to use you mm -hmm. know like you're like hey well they, my parents want to sell and move uh, yeah. But I have the value and the skill to like market it and get the yeah. offer and help them write their offer. Oh, that's but, like, cool. That's cool yeah, to see like the transition of Christmas, for example. We're not we're now doing it at our new house, mm -hmm. but like it's kind of thanks to uh, to me to get it all organized and yeah. you know have everything all closed properly and all that stuff. So that's, that's my cool, best day. Um, that's cool. I think every sale I do, though, to be honest has been fine like i don't think i look back on any sale i've ever done and was like oh my god that like was that horrible yeah that's good that's kind of what you want right yeah i mean it happens in the business i mean it is what it is but 
that's just human psychology, right? It's such a big thing with buying and selling anything, mm. uh, especially a house. House the biggest purchase of your life. Yeah. And me, okay. that was, if you want to talk about bad days, like, because I know I talk about a lot of yeah. goods, I say every day I wake up, like, if you look at me, if you're watching the video, I look like I'm, like, 18 years old, so... Mm. I always find in real estate my heart, like I'm three years in, but yeah. anybody I meet, the first thing they think is like, they think I'm uh, like a young 18 year old. Yeah. Right? You're like, no man, I worked as an electrician. <laughs> I can't but that's what I mean. I'm like, no, I've this. done all this and I've had all these sales yeah. and whatever, but. Shit, I didn't know. That's really cool. Yeah. That's always, I find my biggest uh, downfall is always just the, yeah. the fight of like my look, the image, because yeah. I just come off young, right? So if you meet with an, an older seller, they're like, why do I, my biggest purchase, I've been here for 35 years. Um, I don't want to list with a 22-year-old and a three-year-old yeah, experienced kid kind of idea. Like puberty was a week <laughs> ago, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. That's always been my biggest uh, crush almost. Drawback. Chip on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think yeah. I'll ever uh, tackle it because I feel like when I'm 40, I'm still going to look like I'm 20, I hope. Yeah, there so. are worse problems to have. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. Right? No, yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, no, good yeah. and bad, that's it. Uh <laughs> That obviously, you know, people no show to appointments, they cancel. Uh, they tell you they're going to put an offer, they don't. Um, you know, but that it's a part of the job, it's a part yeah. of that sales. So, when it comes to like chip on the shoulder advice and stuff, and you being like confident in what you're doing despite like kind of the challenges you face, um, <clears throat> how do you like what do you think? Sorry, what do you think is the biggest? And most important skill to have that you've seen in your career so far as a real estate agent or anybody selling anything what's the most important skill you think to have or to work on the most important <clears throat> skill i would think would be just having a drive yeah because like there's so many people they come on the map they'll go 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 really hard and then they burn out right and they'll go 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 and they burn out or but that's what i mean for me like i'm not the best agent and i'm uh, i'm not the worst agent right kind oh, of idea no, no. but the thing is is uh, you don't have to be the best agent to be the to make the most, right? Right. So for me, it's the best skill to have as a realtor is just waking up every day and trying and trying and trying, calling people and doing this and never giving up. Because the minute that you know you get in your head and you think it's uh, an issue with the, this and that or whatever, mm -hmm. it's all because they just stop putting that effort in, right? Right. The minute you stop putting the effort, you're not going to reap uh, the sales and stuff, right? Yeah. So, for me, that's always been the thing. Like right now, uh, in the Canadian market, we're battling like the hugest shift in rates. Like they went it's from this extreme insane. to that extreme, right? Yeah. So uh, and prices too. Uh, how often in real estate in your life have you seen prices go down? Like never. Yeah. <laughs> Even in 2008, Canada wasn't really affected as much as the states. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't really speak much because I was only like 12 years old then. Yeah. But from my experience, I didn't see a huge. Uh, factor like it is today right right so that's also another challenge it's like hey every day you wake up the government's hiking the rate hiking the rate how do you stay motivated how do you continue to mm -hmm. to work and you know keep driving and pushing right so that's yeah. just what it is it's trying to block out all the background noise and just saying look i'm a real estate agent i don't care what market or where we're working mm -hmm. i'm just gonna wake up and i'm just gonna put my nose to the grindstone and just work so nice. i find that's the biggest skill is that's what I'm saying. It's not being the best at uh, marketing, and it's not having the best videos, and it's not having uh, the biggest amount of lead generation source. It's mm -hmm. the fact that every agent will be good as long as they put the work in and they don't give up, right? Yeah. The minute you kind of stop or slow down, that's where it falls apart. So that's my approach on best skill. Interesting. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you have any tips for anybody just selling, like on the skill of just selling itself? Like do yeah. You have any I get all that all the time, private sellers or whatever, they want to ask um, 
you know, they don't want to list for some reason, but they mm -hmm. still like to pick my brain apart on how to sell them. <laughs> for me, uh, the big push is like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. I mean, it is what it is. Most of those times, <laughs> I'll say uh, it then. It's kind of lame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but the best thing for selling, uh, to me, like for tips, I would say, uh, for sure making the house clean because yes. you got to think a buyer is going into the space. Uh, they need to feel comfortable. They need to feel like they're in their own like comfort zone, right? So think of the same house if you walked in and there's clothes on the floor and um, they have the leftover food and all that, right? You're, you're immediately turned off, right? 100%. Now you walk in that same space, clean floor, it's all mopped, uh, it's all wiped down, everything. Nice. Like That's a big thing is yeah. cleanliness is number one. Uh, and number two, just kind of not having it like overcrowded with stuff mm -hmm. because you're really showcasing the house. So if you, for example, uh, you have a showpiece in a room, right? Yeah. But say it takes up the whole space of like the room. Well, now I don't know if they're coming to buy the showpiece or they're coming to, to view the size of the room and you know like that. Uh, so I'd say the best thing is declutter uh, is one of them. Uh, okay. And just depersonalize too, because that's the other thing too on showings all the time. You go into a house and like I'm a human, so I'm gonna look yeah. at like I look too, right? So but you you walk right in the, the living room and boom, there's a huge family portrait. You're you're not even really doing this because your clients are like, oh, I went to school with da da da, and I went to uh, work with him, right? So, for selling, uh, depersonalize it, like get all your family pictures off the mm -hmm. walls and all that, like just make it a, the actual house you're selling, not because uh, then that way there it's more of a transaction than like uh, right. distractions and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. There's a whole other thought of that. approach. Yeah, you never would have thought of that. <laughs> I mean, the personal thing does help a lot. Like, you don't want to make it look like a new build robotic, but yeah, like a cookie cutter thing. Yeah, like, but if, a little bit. But. If, if you're going in and you have a whole wall portrait of your family, yeah. the whole showing the the clients might be just focusing on that. Like, oh my, I wonder what he's up to, and I wonder why they're selling, and you know what yeah. I mean. So, kind of uh, for me, that's the biggest tips is just focus on that stuff. So. Related to now, like and how the market kind of is now, explain to me what a good initial like amount is to have to start with, like a bare minimum to number. Buy? Yeah. Okay. To buy. Let's say if it's like whatever the average I can imagine it being like anywhere from like let's call it three hundred yeah. to like f like five. Let's let's play with somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, uh, like I would say, like sorry to grab my phone, but oh no, for sure. For me, statistically, like. Prime example, uh, I'll look at the October average, which is like right in that three to five number. Perfect, yeah. So yeah, if we get to that, and I have a, a dad case with the with the magnetic thing. Okay. But uh, so for me, like if you look at the statistics for uh, the median sale, let me see, I don't know if we track, I'll go to Shreb. See, that's also another thing, it's always good to follow, because if you're looking for content and stuff, um, you know, I use content from, the, it's like the, the board provides. It's like, I don't know why I try to create content when there's content already out there to grab and reshare kind of idea. So prime example, the housing statistics that the Subway Real Estate Board produces, they post it on their Instagram. Um, and then I'll use it or like the cooler teams or things like that. So yeah. like for example, the October average price. Oh, that's perfect. So this is good. That was only three weeks ago. Uh, the average price in um, Sudbury was let's just say four fifteen to be safe. Yeah. So to buy a house, if you're going to move into the house, it's five percent down. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to move in, like owner occupy it. Yeah. Now if you're buying it for like a rental or whatever, then it's twenty percent down. Mm -hmm. But let's just say at four fifteen, um, you know, at five percent down. Now when you say rental, or is that is that like? Um, 
commercial space rental or is that like if you're buying a commercial space that's to be rented or is that just residential, just residential. as well okay perfect this is residential commercial is a whole other beast yeah i mean there's real estate agents that like focus in uh that that's more like uh per square foot dollar value yeah, and stuff sense. and and, and yeah. things like that i mean for me uh i focus like residential like i'd say 90 yeah primarily i've had yeah. some clients that you know hey i want to open up uh yeah, barbershop this or I want to open up uh, a dog uh, grooming thing Love like it. that like questions like that but uh, for me there's agents that specialize so sometimes then I'll be like hey my friend is a little bit stronger and yeah that I, aspect. This, I mean I'm nice. trying to dabble in but that's the nice thing with real estate too there's like a quadrillion amount of streams you could like focus in uh, just renting yeah you could do commercial renting you could do residential resale you can do new builds you can do, you could do vacant land you can you know what I mean like you huh. could do mobile homes there's like a million, but, uh, oh yeah, I didn't think of it all. <laughs> when you think of the career and like, if you simplify it down, like in science, like, you know how there's, um, an atom, like yeah. it's the smallest thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't quote me on science here, but that's real estate too. Like it all simplifies down yeah. to buying and selling a transaction. Yeah. So you just have to think, okay, if somebody wants to buy a trailer, like a, a mobile home okay well then you can get paid on that somebody wants to rent an apartment okay well that's a transaction you get paid on that too ah. so you're just trying to simplify okay how can an agent yeah. step in and like um do the paperwork yeah or how do you make this process and easier the for them because everybody thinks realtor they just automatically think just residential resale uh your typical mom and dad house kind of what uh you know what some I mean? people i know kind of what i usually assume like i know there's i know there's more to it i would say 95 percent of agents just work in that market like yeah. the resident like they list the house they put it i guess there's a lot it. more homes than there is that's what i'm saying and then there's a yeah. whole side of like commercial like i've seen listings uh at four point something million like like that's the commercial side and then you got businesses Jeez. like you know inco and valet or not inco but valet they're buying it and things like that but anyway so yeah. back to the 415 money to save yeah um if you do the mass so 415 the ontario or the uh the october average you got to think to sudbury uh plug if any investors are listening to this um every other market outside of Sudbury well like I'm talking like down south wise yeah. like anything below Barry they're all like almost double our price mm -hmm. uh like the rest of Ontario is extremely expensive so uh Ontario or sorry Sudbury is very cheap in comparison to the mm -hmm. rest of the province so I'm seeing that a lot too where a lot of people are selling down in Toronto for 1.3 million Coming up to Sudbury, buying a house six times the size for half the price, right? Yeah. And then they have like Same. 500 grand in the bank. So, but so back to this. So 415, the money for that at 5% down would be about, you know, 21 grand. But that's just your down payment. Mm -hmm. Now, I know finance people, they like to, like the banks like to see you have a float of like an extra 1.5% on top of that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, lawyer fees, like on average, like two grand. An inspection could be like around 500 bucks right so i would say a good amount of cash to start and you got to think though the average price though that's from like new build all the way down to like mobile home together yeah. and divided kind of idea so like a first time buyer price range is like let's just use 300,000. so like because that's what i mean like your first house isn't going to be uh a new sudbury six bedroom yeah. house right like that's something you get like in your second or third house so if you use three hundred thousand as like a median like starter house price at five percent down, you know, fifteen grand. Mm -hmm. So I'd say like twenty grand comfortably you could probably buy something. Nice. Now for Not financing bad. too, there's usually 
yeah, three aspects. That's it. There's there's uh, your employment. So if you work full time, yeah, um, I can imagine that. Being... You know, so that's always uh, so for financing to get a pre-approval. That's always the big thing. So if you can get your pre-approval done right, uh, they look at employment, credit, and down payment. So down payment, obviously five percent, this and that. We just talked about. Uh, credit, they would look at like your total debt ratios. Like I don't want to get like too in depth yeah. with it all, but if you have all three that are good, like good job, good credit, good down, they formulate a number and then you start shopping mm -hmm. kind of idea. But yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah, I told you I like to talk. So. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you haven't talked it. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't uh, like talking that much on the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will if I'm asked questions, but otherwise yeah, yeah. I'll just... Lost my questions away, but yeah, but the, that's the thing, though. The money yeah. to me, the like the money is really important. Yeah, but I think the credit is more important buying, to be honest, because like if you can have, uh, well, I mean, maybe not too, because if you have uh, bad credit and you have a lot of money, you can private lend or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. People think mm -hmm. the traditional, like I need to have a good job, I need to have good credit, good down payment. Yeah. I mean, that's the traditional way, but there's all private lenders, there's all this and that. I think for me. Like, what if you go buy HSN tickets uh, and you win, you win seven hundred thousand? You know, about this you know what I mean? Like in Sudbury, yeah. I see people all the time like that. I don't know, but yeah. young people or whatever, they buy the ticket and then boom, you're gifted like seven hundred thousand dollars, like from the lottery or whatever. And go buy a house with that, you know, and then you can set yourself up for yeah the next twenty five thirty years, not? right? Like yeah. go buy a, a duplex and then use all the rest of the money to do something else and have fun and invest and whatever. But at least then you don't own an asset that's going to mm -hmm. make you money in the end run, right? Secure yeah. it down. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of little things. Like, Oof. I think the basics, I think, like you said, I like that number we'll use. I think majority, 95% or majority of people, like the higher majority of people, think it is just through that. And the problem yeah. I find is when I talk to people who have houses or who have invested back in the like 20 years ago, so right, right. the older generation, the generation of people that you're like looking at, those yeah. journeymen, right? They, the journeymen and like that generation kind of gives, we give them a bad rep, but they give us one. Like their lead by example isn't that great, yeah. right? So yeah. it's tough for us to follow behind it when that's kind of the times are changing, the people wow. are changing. That's the thing because so, back in the day, they're it's like all traditional though. That's what it seems. Right? That's I mean, like in the nineties, you like everybody back mm -hmm. then. Uh, you move out by eighteen, you buy a house at twenty-one, yeah. and whatever. But and you're an adult with kids at twenty-eight. That's the like, thing. That was the old lifestyle. But for me, the per like they always say that like the, right now and today where we're living, interest like I don't know where it's exactly like sure. sitting at. I'd say about six percent variable mm -hmm. somewhere Roughly around that. Like in, an in, average. Yeah. That's I mean it keeps like but back then the interest rates were like twenty percent, right? Yeah, but the purchase price of the house was a hundred grand. Yeah. Well, now they're five four hundred grand, right? So for me, it's like the math of would you rather be paying twenty percent on a hundred grand, or would you rather be paying six percent on four hundred grand, right? So I that's kind of why they're like, yeah, I don't know why young people they all live at home longer and da da da. Well, it's because it's impossible, like it's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> so where are we getting that hundred grand from? That's what I mean. So Jeez. yeah, no, there's a. It's that's why I also like the real estate industry. It's because mm. in, in traditional roles like. Um, medicine or whatever yeah uh with new technology and stuff they're tweaking their skills but i mean it's the same kind of process right if you're going to mm. fix something and put it back together yeah uh they might use uh like i don't want to just sound ignorant on the whole fact of it but they might it's like the same kind of um 
process. Yeah. You know, like if you're uh, putting air in your tire, there's no other way you could do it. It's, just, it's right. the same from 1950 to now. The housing market, though, today to 1950, it's like, yeah. it's always changing. It's so vol it's volatile. That's what it is. Right. Man. It's like up and down. It's like the stock Amazing. market. Amazing. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot. There's a <laughs> lot you can peel back. Um, but um, what I'm curious about is kind of two things. One, first and foremost, would you recommend anybody to still, like, with the way the market's being and the season and stuff, would you still recommend real estate as a good career for people, like, now? Like, if someone's uh, like right away in this kind of market. Yeah, it's funny, because when COVID, like, hey, so that's the other thing. So when COVID first started, uh, when I was saying it was, like, my first day, I, I theoretically was an agent from, like, the summer prior, but I was training with the team. Mm -hmm. So, like, with my team, they go through intensive training, and they kind of, like, speed you up to have, like, the knowledge as, like, you worked for a few years. Sick. But, like, your job is shadowing and stuff. Yeah. So, when I started, I feel like I was, like, one of the youngest to start, and then when COVID hit, there was, like, an influx. There was, like, 30 agents a year coming out. Like, everybody was becoming an agent. I, every day, it was, like, new agent, new agent, new agent. But I still think it still is good to be an agent uh, as long as you have the drive because people ask me and they're like well yeah. what does it take to be a good agent da, 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 da. I just everybody I'm the same answer same thing I say look it's a good career for anybody at any point you want to start no matter what market as long as you like that lifestyle right because mm -hmm. like for me sometimes you might go four months without getting paid you might go you know what I mean like depending on when closings uh, are and things so if you have that personality that you can handle uh, the ebbs and flows of the mm -hmm. market you know you might not get paid for three months and then you might make uh, a lot in two days right it just depends on how things go uh, but yeah I would say it's still a good time to start as long as you um, are okay with the whole like swings of the whole market mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not meant for everybody though because some people can't handle that stress like they yeah, get no. in it and you know when you get a mortgage like for example once you start getting a mortgage and you pay like the banks don't care like you, that money has to come out on that day every month oh yeah so if you're like oh i had a bad sales month i didn't make any sales they're not the like, banks oh, okay. like oh okay here's a grace for you banks around the world that's what i'm saying so if you like that peace of mind where you're like hey i work a nine to five i get the same pay every second friday and you know i have my life all like structured because mm -hmm. for me uh i have no clue what tomorrow brings right like every i have no clue what uh, the next day brings so if, i would say it's a good career to start if you like that lifestyle but mm -hmm. <laughs> That's kind of the thing. So, with that being said, for you, and I know success is like a subjective term. Yes. Um, but what is a milestone that you need to hit, or what is uh, something you need to accomplish in order to feel like you like? What's the bare minimum of like success for you? Yeah, I struggle with that, man. Like, I I always find it's difficult to like figure out like where do you set yourself. Yeah. It's like when you work a nine to five, well, five o'clock, you're like, okay, I had a, a good day, you know? Uh, that's the thing with social media. Sometimes it could be kind of negative mindset. Cause if you, the first thing you wake up on your Instagram and another agent has a listing, right? You're like, oh, you, you feel bad. You're like, oh, I must not be being productive today. Right. Yeah. So, or like you get, it's a competitive thing. Right. So, right. you know, and then you go on it at lunchtime and that same agent has a second listing and you're like, Oh my God. So that's kind of the yeah. problem I find is where do you set success? I struggle with that too. Cause I'm, I'm 25 and I'm like trying to be the best in town. Like I, I like obviously, cause I want to be the best, but then you're trying to compare yourself to people that have been in the industry for 25, 30 years, and, yeah, you tough. know, and, and this and that. So 
for me, success, I benchmark it as like, if I go to bed at night and I can reflect on the day and I feel like I accomplished some sort of business relationship to like maybe a potential client. So it's and, connection. Yeah, right, like it's all connection based. So okay. if I'm like, oh yeah, I um, took a few phone calls and I got this guy set up on uh, a system to send him listings, uh, it's a good feeling knowing that that might be a sale in yeah. two months or whatever, right? So that's kind of how I set success. It's based on a daily thing, not like a, uh, yeah, it's really hard to like conceptualize. Yeah, it is, <laughs> for sure. Well, it's different, right? And I almost wonder if like the term success can only be, well, excuse me, like related back to that's the other after we're done. Yeah. Was it? For me though, a lot, of, a lot of people that I talk to and they say they're in yeah. sales, like I talk to people that do car sales or they work at uh like they do uh any any sales yeah but if it's not strictly commission based like to me i don't know if like it's like sales then you know like your term sales but yeah. they're salaried so they can go to mm. bed knowing if they made no sales that they still get paid right? right so for me it's like purely commission only yeah so like i'm like like sales sales so yeah. like if you don't sell you're not eating or you're not you're not paying your mortgage so yeah a bit of desperation that's what I mean. So when I, for me, for the term sales, like if you're salaried plus commission, that's not like true sales. Not, like yeah. you are selling, but I mean, you have a like a safety net like to back yeah. on. Like if you don't sell product, you tell your boss, oh, it's I not solely you know, on you. I sold either. nothing this month. Okay, well, here's yeah. like half your pay. Uh, on a, me, if I tell my boss, oh, I sold nothing, he's like, okay, we'll get back out there and do some calls. Like, <laughs> there's no way. What, the, what are you wasting time talking to me about? Yeah, it there's no other way to make <laughs> income that way. <laughs> Amazing. He's like, what are you having to do? That's awesome. That's real. That's oh, yeah. some real shit right there. Well, that's that, awesome. That was the awakening moment. Uh, like, you know, you're in real estate when like, that's the thing when you don't eat for like well not eat but when you don't get paid for a few months yeah like that's 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 sales like the struggle <laughs> yeah dude jeez oh so um with that kind of being said um do you have um like an overall vision for your uh like career and i how i'll explain this is mm -hmm. how i've kind of been looking at my career and kind of what i want to do yeah I want to do, I have like a list of things that I kind of want to go through and experience and learn. Cause to me it's like learn, get experience, get good, and then see what you can do with what you know now. Yeah. And then kind of, at least for me, that's how I connect the dots is how I want to go about it. Just learn and kind of add more skills and then like mess around in this, mess around in that, play around in here. Mm -hmm. Do you have a vision for your career? Do you have in like, Oh, once I have X amount, maybe yeah. I'll dip into this or that or like I've dabbled into it. So when I mm -hmm. like, for me, I'm passionate about rentals and mm -hmm. stuff. And flipping houses and whatever so now nice. this year I took on two projects uh, I have tenants in them and stuff so like that's kind of like uh, like in real estate then you can start doing side things to grow your overall goal because mm -hmm. my goal is at one point is to live passively um, like through rent and stuff right mm -hmm. and then some days I wake up and uh, I want to be an agent in LA I want to go to Miami and be on those Netflix shows and yeah. stuff. so uh, to say I know like my overall end goal like I don't, I don't even know. Like that's kind of the thing. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't say I have like a true end goal yet. Yeah, it's just more or less like things you want to do. Yeah, build the, a good base, but I'm very sporadic. So. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like do. I wake Appreciate up, I watch choir, those yeah. uh, those Netflix shows there, uh, selling Sunset or whatever. I'm like, wow, that would be fun. Like I want to go yeah. work out there and stuff. But I mean, overall, at the end, uh, you know, my end goal is just to help as much people out, you know, uh, help as much families out. And that's mm -hmm. kind of what I got into the career for. It wasn't really 
the money aspect because a lot of agents uh, well not a lot but you know once you hear how much money they make and whatever they want to yeah. do it because uh, for me it's more background noise it's more uh, how do I help people and, and feel like rewarding because I bump into these people I go to Wolves games I go to the grocery store whatever I see them and you they're with their kids or whatever and their kids that you did the showings or babies well now they're you know in my career they're like three four years old right so you're like oh my god look oh like i remember yeah look so young. that's that's what drives yeah. me is that and then my overall envision at the end of it is to have like a huge party have all nice. my past clients yeah. there and like just everybody like together ah that's like, cool how much people yeah have, you know? but you can't do that if you're in it for like money money's a poor oh. driving force dude it's tough like it's, it a, it's i mean everybody's there we everybody, all want it right yeah we everybody surplus of it but <laughs> everybody works it. for it and that's kind of the reason why it's tough called, to be driven it's called work because you're exchanging your time for money that's what it is yeah but if you think of like any job it all kind of comes back to sales anyways too yeah like if Selling you go to or... that's i mean you go to visit chiropractor yeah. they, you, you go for initial consultation they would ever do your thing but now they're they're pitching you on a program um mm. to go on a 10-week course and this yeah. and that. So that's i mean i'm like it, sure it's medical but now it's a sales thing right so every single yeah. field of work um the eye doctor obviously two for one special on glasses there's yeah. always like a a sale in every uh, single profession yeah. I could think of, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's how the the world is. They it, it used <laughs> to be based on trading things, and now mm -hmm. it's based on a monetary exchange. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. no, that's kind of my detroit on my Like it comes down to oh yeah transactions, right? Yeah. Everything like what can I get out of this or what can I get? But it's not so much a kind of like strategic or structured mm -hmm. approach because I think having those. It's all about intent, right? Like, yeah. oh, I'm doing this for the greater good of what? Oh, for this, or I want to help people, I want to do this. But that's like, like, it all comes together. That's, right? I mean, to get back at your overall vision, I do want to have like different streams. Like, I want mm -hmm. to have a, like real estate going. Yeah. I want to start getting into like building and like building nice. up uh, projects and maybe building new builds and rentals and whatever. And then I want to have like a, a division that's like strictly for like property managing rentals and my rentals and things like that. So that's kind of Sweet. the big scale yeah. is start with real estate master it you know do it for a few years okay well now tackle uh the building uh, now tackle the man you know and mm -hmm. then just having like a couple pillars of like things that you're responsible for and like yeah, kind of growing it really cool. but it's so hard to conceptualize at 25 it know? is right because <laughs> you have to remember to be patient right like patience is the biggest thing because oh, i yeah. struggle with that as well because i'm oh, like me too well we live in that's our society yeah, though and again it's it's not everybody's really, doing this ah oh, that's i mean it's not our blame because i'll no. put all, all for example if it's i shoot if i shoot content this was a big thing for me i used to focus on like the quality of my content and yeah. like i used to stress about okay this has to be shot like this and we got to redo that shoot and whatever. Didn't have enough angles. Not but enough then, lighting. Yeah. if you think of it though, your airtime on Instagram or whatever, your your algorithm, it's only people are only going to see it for that five hour window that it's on their feed, right? And then mm. tomorrow it's everybody else's new stuff. Yeah. So for me, it was more I switched. It's like, hey, less because I I know how you were asking earlier if I have like a method to my yeah thing. content, and that's kind of now my new approach. It's like just do as much as you can and not put as much effort. I mean, obviously, still got to put effort, but. Uh, just put more out because that way there you're more on their on people's feeds and yeah, people's man. algorithms, especially with stuff. Instagram because it is mm -hmm. like what's now. What's your take? You think so, what's the future? YouTube? What do you think? Yeah, you think that's one hundred percent. I think uh, YouTube, um, LinkedIn, 
Um, I it's weird talking about this kind of stuff for me because it's all just recycled from like uh, Gary Vee and stuff like that. So but it's I funny though. Like he's, that, but he's, Gary not, he's always on it. Right. He's always, always on it. Right. But and it's like it's funny yeah, you'll see it. it. Like it's, that's it's what how I mean. it is. It's like two years ago he was talking about TikTok and everybody. I remember. I literally remember my nephew being on TikTok. Mm -hmm. uh, at the time it was called like Songify or so I don't know sure. but like uh, he was on TikTok and I'm like what is this ad it's like for kids right and now you look at today every single person has TikTok everybody, yeah. everybody. my girlfriend yeah. at home TikTok. TikTok, yeah. TikTok it's like I didn't think two years ago that's where we would be today mm -hmm. but that's kind of where like YouTube now is doing a big push to, yeah. to stay relevant um, shorts are huge that's why yeah. I think YouTube is how I've looked at it I spend a lot of time thinking about this. Um, when it comes to long form, I'm trying to get it's bite size question and answers, like mm -hmm. hot take question and answers about relevant things that you can like package up and redistribute in a short form way, but have the long form available because if you're on a four hour car ride, you're not listening to 7,000 YouTube shorts. Or you're not watching fifty-seven TikToks. I'm yeah. listening to a three-hour conversation about like, yeah, man, you need that, right? Yeah. There's times and place for different things, and I think that's the biggest thing that I've well, noticed, and like why I'm like, YouTube. <laughs> so I'm I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Dude, that's, that's literally it. Because every, how many other podcasts? Some like, uh, when it comes to audio for podcasts, I'm like, put it out there, cool. Don't care to share it. Mm -hmm. But YouTube, I'm like, watch this, like watch them. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, they'll find it on Spotify and stuff. They'll find it, but they're only going to find it if they're ready in a situation to live for four hours just doing one thing, oh, like yeah. driving or something, right? So. Yeah. The evolution of attention, like, that's the biggest concept that we're living with. It's, yeah. And that all sprouted to, like, I don't even know, I guess in the 50s when TV and stuff first came out. And, yeah. okay, people's attention went away from... Um, their family to the TV and then entertainment or whatever, but the whole entertainment industry with attention. Because I remember when um, Vine came out, mm. but I, I have no idea why the app didn't go the whole way. But I can't remember. Yeah. Again, it was a seven-second clip. You watch it, you scroll. Now that's TikTok. It's TikTok mm -hmm. is the same thing now, but that's what it is. It's full the, circle. Yeah, yeah it's a full evolution of content. <laughs> what I've noticed, I think, if we get a kick out of this. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I went to uh, New York State, like upstate New York, to like Lake Placid, and okay. we were camping there. Yeah. And this is when we went to climb the like the Adirondacks. Um, we did a couple mountains there over the weekend, and each night we camped, right? But our site was like we drove like ten minutes out of the town, down this road, and then we backpacked in, and then we we camped there. So my buddy is like in his mid forties, and he's got a bunch of kids, so like he's sleeping at like mm -hmm. eight. So he had data on his phone and he would let me plug into it. But then when he goes sleep around 8, 830, I'm like wide awake still. I'm like, I got two hours. Yeah. I have no service because I'm in the States. I have no internet because he shut us off. And he's like, Why would he leave his on? It's so he could talk to his kids, not for me to scroll Instagram. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so all that shit's shut off. And I'm like, well, what do I do? I had a book and I just remember grabbing it. And from like 830 to like 10 o'clock. Every night, I read like a chunk of it, like seven, eight chapters, or like hundreds of pages, and I was like so invested in what I was reading. I'm like remembering pages after pages. I can recite them, like stories that I've read in the book. Wow. I'm listening to, and I can repeat back like almost verbatim these stories that I read like three weeks ago, a month ago. I'm like, how does that happen? But then I get out to like use the bathroom or whatever. I look up. I'm like, I can't see my hand in front of my face. It's so dark. 
there's no street lights, there's no ambient light, there's no nothing. And just being in that space of very, very disconnected, mm -hmm. but connected at the same time. Connected I felt, to reality, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was a very, very weird experience oh, yeah. for me. So it had been a while since I had that. Or something like even close to that. Oh yeah, Cause, I like, struggle with that too. It's tough because we all I'm like, oh man, you should read this book. You should check this out. I'm like, three pages in, I'm like, bored. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, and then it's but tough, right? Look at so. the like the this invention, the iPhone itself. Yeah. Sorry about the dad case again, but the iPhone itself, like I love it, dude. It's okay. This revolutionized yeah. the entire like world, like it evolved it's insane. because if you look at any career pre iPhones, like real estate, prime example, mm -hmm. like. You used to go meet with a realtor. You'd sit like this. You'd have a book. You'd like you'd look at listings on a paper, mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, let's pick our top three in this book, sure. this catalog. We'll go set up a showing. We'll go look and negotiate, right? Mm. Now with the iPhone, it's like, okay, hop on Facebook. Okay, buy a house and message the agent. Go ahead. They could do a FaceTime viewing. You could do. You don't actually ever meet the person. Never like the person. But like that's a big concept <sighs> that I personally. Um, like to talk about like mm -hmm. i know it's a podcast setting but for me i think if, if you ask the question like what changed society and what changed yeah. the world i think it's the moment that the iphone was uh, just smartphones in general yeah. but just anything samsung the whatever. ability to be connected. the ability to have a computer in your phone uh it's unbelievable because now like think of it if you imagine if out of nowhere you woke up and your phone was just vanished Mm -hmm. like, what do you do? You have to read, get everybody's contacts. Yeah. You're like, you're like useless to society. It's a process, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you it's lose so a phone, it's like me. If I lose my phone, it feels like I lost my hand. Like, it's so attached. What would you to do? You'd have to body. remember phone numbers. Well, even as a real estate agent, I'm like useless at that point. Like, if I didn't have uh, a phone and I couldn't call a photographer and I couldn't call a cleaner mm -hmm. and coordinate and organize things, you and schedule email these people. That's no. what I mean, right? So. Still but even computer. the email, where do I yeah. email? I email on my phone, right? So at mm -hmm. all times, uh, I'm, I'm driving uh, yeah. to do something. I call somebody uh, to book things and whatever. So I find that that was like the switch of like society and mm -hmm. attention and how you are with family and stuff. Because yeah. like, for example, how many times you hear stories that you go home with your spouse all night, you're just sides of the bed yeah. on your phones. Often, yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like you put your phone away for I'm a minute. I'm so against it. Like I'm not like, hey, like Put our phones away. It's 10, it's 10 o'clock, <laughs> phone away. Yeah, I don't care. Put your phone away. We oh, watch TV together, fine. But phone away. But even that, TV, phone you're away. not really like engaging yeah. with each other. You're just both watching something. Like you are engaging. I think it's on better than show, both like, being on your phone because, yeah, you are on, you're focused on one thing versus yeah, yeah. we're living our separate lives. Like, well, we're laughing together. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's like, what I mean. It's not like the old yeah. school. You're sitting at a dinner table and exchanging, talking. I've and, done this, and I'm sure you've heard about this, and I don't know if you've done this either, but. All phones in the middle. Mm -hmm. First one to grab it pays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to do that. And you tell the server that too. You know what? I feel like a so. nasty prank would happen though. Like it would like yeah. a client. Somebody would like edit a contact to like a client's name, and they'd be calling me, and I'd be like, ah, oh. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to lose the sale. Like. <laughs> but yeah, it's no, amazing. we're getting way off. Uh, you're going crazy. Dude, no, do you have awesome. any more? It's kind of what I uh, real estate. I would like to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, crazy. You were right because you were telling me he's prepping me for the podcast. He's like. In my mind, coming in here, I thought it was just going to be real estate, real estate, real estate. But now here we are talking about like iPhones and families, and Ooh. that's why I like podcasts, man. This I is awesome. love it for this reason because oh, yeah. if it, you know what it does though, it breaks off that I'm a realtor yeah. thing, and it takes you down to like how the people feel. Like, to be honest, personally. that's a, that's a small chunk of what, of you and yeah. who you are and what you do. Yeah. And 
at the end of the day, to be honest, like when it comes to like accomplishments. And I think this is something that I've been very fortunate as just when it comes to like starstruck or like talking to certain people, I'm like, yeah, it's more cool for other people than it is for me. Cause I yeah. don't care your accomplishments and how much money you, how much money you make or how much fame you have yeah. or how many numbers you have next to your name on Instagram. That's all good, cool for you, mm -hmm. but it's, it's like your accomplishments. I was explaining this to somebody a while ago too. I was like, all your accomplishments remain with you. Some people are like, Oh, what was it like swimming at Olympic trials? Like, what was it like winning like Olympic gold medals? And it's like, I'll be honest, I don't care. No. Right? I want to know what you did when you were 11 that <laughs> set you up to do this for the rest of your life. Like, sure. talk to me about that. Like, talk to me about your strategies. Like, yeah. you saying, oh, I feel great because I have an Olympic gold medal on my neck. That doesn't help me and it doesn't help the person but watching. But think of that, right? for example, Usain Bolt. Like, so, that's a good point you touched on. Usain mm -hmm. Bolt, everybody remembers that run you did. Yeah. The, the, I don't know what record in the number. I think it was like 9.4. Yeah, it was like in a 100 meter. Or yeah, he like smashed the world record. But it was back in the day. That video yeah. was 10 seconds long. He ran under 10 seconds. but And he broke a record, world record. But think how much preparation went to that 10 seconds. Like years, like four like years, decades, five years, decades. decades. Nice whole life, like, meal preps, training. But that's what I'm saying. Most people's lives... You have your big moments mm -hmm. like that, like you're saying, but they don't see the 98% like of the iceberg that got to that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And like, That's I look, I look back at, I'll use a, like, uh, we're talking about best podcast. I'll look back. And when I hear hosts go on mm -hmm. other shows and they're like, man, like, what made you get into this? Or like, when did you start? And they're like, oh, when I was like 11, I was filming like videos and I was like, being like a journalist to my friends and I was like going to things talking or like I would do play by play announcing. I'm like, Oh, so you had time behind the microphone yeah. speaking in front of other people. Mm. Right. So you were able to develop that skill, right? It was like, Oh, I spent time talking or learning about this and that. So this overnight thing or this, it's no. consistent. Like you had people around you that helped you and stuff. Me like in real estate, I, I post all my listings that I have and clients that I sold, but I'm not posting the 98% of, the listings I lost and no. the clients that I bought private behind my back or you know what I mean? There's so much in the business that that's brutal. I don't uh, <laughs> publicize yeah. that you have to take care of. But that's what I mean on Instagram. It's always prime and pampered. Uh, you're getting the best quality cut, you know, what we'll do after this and I'll show you if you have time. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not going to give away the name now because I don't want to help. Uh, I think everybody, but I think everybody <laughs> in real estate or just in content creating to begin with, I think this guy's a good example, but I'll tell you after, uh, mm -hmm. after the show. But I think, um, when it comes to being yourself, I found I get more views or more engagement or more likes and stuff. Just more engagement in general, right? From oh, yeah. just me, like, I'll just be like, you know what? I'm not going to plan a podcast this week. I'm just going to talk in front of the camera about these two things that I, that's going on right now. Yeah. And more often than not, that hits. And I'm like, what oh, is this? Like, what's going on? Oh, people can relate to it, right? It's, they see a 25 minute video, I'm just talking to the camera. Yeah. And I'm like, how is this getting likes on the video on YouTube? But the last podcast was like a couple views and this. Yeah. But there's a lot of downloads. So I'm like, okay, well, why? And it's trying to understand how those analytics play a big part in the overall like oh, yeah. reason for. You know what I do a lot strategy, now, actually? So. My so, strategy now. Uh, I don't know if I should reveal it, but I'm going to say it anyways, because we'll see how many people listen yeah. the whole way through. So for me, my content used to be very real estate, real estate, real estate. Mm -hmm. Now I just post every day on random, like the other day I had uh, snow trails, yep. like uh, tracking in my driveway. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, what animal is this? And people are like, yeah. oh, it's a bunny, it's a deer, it's a... All I did was literally walk out my door, 
And I'm like, oh, this would be something to shoot content. So I'd take a picture, put the little thing of like, what animal is yeah, this? And question. Or uh, the polar bear one. I'm like, what, what, or the World Cup. I post, who do you think will oh, win? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Like, who's the, yeah. and then you get a post going. But people now, before they even open my story, they get like excited. They're like, oh, like this is something I can like debate on or yeah. like uh, respond to. Or, or like, or, oh, we know his jokes. Or like, oh, it's Glenn's posting on the story. I bet yeah, you it's yeah. a joke. What's the new yeah, joke? Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, I hate you. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. no, you don't. You think it's funny. Let's spitball me some real estate questions. Let's see. So. What do you got? I've asked a bunch, but I think when it comes to the confusing part that a lot of people have is mm -hmm. it feels so like there might be trying to word this correctly okay bear with me i think yeah. there when it comes to people in the selling world okay i think there is a disconnect where we can't relate to it because there's a stigma around people who are working in commission commission-based uh, forms of employment yeah. right huh. so when it comes to commission-based and taking it like seriously enough where like how do you maintain that's what i'm asking is how do you maintain being driven for the clients, even though your whole livelihood relies on making money? How do you leave money out of the equation? In your process? Yeah. And why you... How do you leave it out? Because it is important, like we're it saying, is. we do want to have it, but that is the reason, right? That like you need to make sales. Yeah. So like some it? scenarios... Uh, yeah, that's a little question. Like for me, obviously I need to eat and provide. So some mm. some don't really care what their clients buy or do. But then oh. you hear of the like they'll make the sale, they'll make the short term money. Yeah, that's good. But now that's a client that you're only gonna sell once in your life because what they're gonna do is now uh. for the next five, ten years of their lives, all they're gonna do is talk about it, the bad experience and then that like sure short term you made a check on it. Uh. But that now client will come to me for being honest and respectful right yeah so, interesting that's kind of a an aspect you could do because some that's some strategies like uh is really good we're fortunate that a lot of agents here they're very but you know you hear stories in down south in toronto mm -hmm. and the rat race there's like over a hundred thousand agents so what they do there is uh they don't really care what their clients buy and what they do and they just want that check right so yeah. they might just pigeonhole them oh yeah, yeah it's a good buy it's a good area it's a good like if prime example this weekend i did a showing um mm -hmm. like real downtown like real downtown and uh the guy was from toronto and he said to me well is this a good area like would you like is, would you recommend like is this like we're okay here now i was honest i was like look it's not obviously the best neighborhood like i mean but i said um yeah. it, it is what it is right like it's a good neighborhood i grew up here i grew up in the flour mill I had no issues, but that's with real estate. It's a. I could have said, "Oh yeah, it's the best thing. Oh, yeah, it's great, it's yeah, great you'll area, love it. and make the sale and be done with it." But then the problem with that, though, short term, yeah, I make a commission, like I make whatever. If anything happens. But the problem is, is then that guy's gonna go on Facebook and say, "Yeah, this realtor told me a uh, good area, da da da," and then boom, everybody's gonna roast him. Tarnish, right? Knows nothing. Or for example, yeah. now that guy knows ten other people, right? Maybe they're Whoa, all buying. So now all he's gonna say is, "No, don't use Cody. Don't you? He, he screwed me, da 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 da." You know. That puts bad rep on not just you, the so team, and then it's the ugh. biggest thing with real estate is, yeah, the short sales are nice money, and you mm -hmm. can make a lot of sales. <laughs> But yeah. that'll only work for a year or so yeah. before the talk of the town knows that 
You're just saying whatever to make sales, right? So, ah, so it's all like big picture. Uh, big picture thing. Well, I've had no clients because I have a short-lived career, but I've already yeah. seen repeat clients. I've had people Come buy. Come on, dude. Yeah, nice. Man. Good for you. Yeah, That's thank fucking you. awesome. I've seen people, like, they buy their house with their kids and stuff, like yeah. their family home. And now they're entering into uh, buying a second property, like a rental. Nice. So now all those people... You know, but that comes with follow-ups and sending Christmas cards and Thanksgiving cards. Yeah, and, and keep whatever. that connection and invite them to like... That's the bigger picture, right? So I went yeah. through that growing pain with them where like they wanted to buy a house and I was blunt. I'm like, oh, I don't know, like you guys should wait it out. And yeah. I'm like, I, I don't think you want to deal with this issue and whatever. And sure, they're mad short-term. And like I'm mad at myself because I just shorted myself out of easy money. But long-term they made the right decision they bought the better house trust right they're gonna yeah. exactly it's all trust in real estate because then they're gonna come back to you and work with you you know what i mean that's the bigger picture yeah so it's just a matter of yeah, well, keeping that bigger picture in mind. i mean you could be the the brand of your model where it's just sell everything quick and fast and get mm-hmm. over the business and then invest in something else yeah guess. but uh your reputation of your name follows you right so you the know? next thing you do it's like so well, if you start another this? business they're going to be like well uh if you're all like that in that business what's any difference so for me yeah, that is uh probably no different that is the hard part with the commission aspect it's like okay do i lie to buddy and tell him done it like the downtown area is amazing and it's perfect it's booming you There's know what i mean things to or do or do i be honest and say look it's not the best yeah, area i mean if, if you're okay with it then sure we can go ahead and buy yeah. it but i i'm your, i'm representing you i gotta be honest and i don't want to just make a quick sale here nice. i want to make sure you call me back on the honesty right so interesting oh yeah that's a big aspect that's cool to hear oh yeah like that what's a what's something that you've seen home buyers do that you've kind of advised against that they've done anyway uh, and it kind of backfired. Like, what are some big problems you've seen? Yeah. Uh, like, for example, um, I don't know. Like, say in the last two years, a lot of houses were sold without conditions. So people were skipping out on inspections or whatever, right? I mean, it is what it is because that's how competitive the market was. Yeah. The, the, the government created. But, uh, like, that example, you're advising them, look... Um, you should get an inspection. The only issue is the deadline for offers is tomorrow. I don't know if you can get an inspection in that time frame. Um, it's, and then you leave the decision with them, right? Mm. Like, if you want the inspection, you can put in your offer, but you're not going to have a good chance of getting a house. Um, but, I mean, my recommendation, obviously, is to wait it out, get the inspection, right? Mm-hmm. So that was another good strategic thing for me with covid like as a realtor that's where your mind is you're always thinking how do i help my clients how do i do the best for them so for prime example a house gets listed on the monday and they're reviewing offers by friday and your client messages you third wednesday night to go view it you're like okay well now i only have two days to do everything and mm-hmm. so i prep all my clients i'm like look if you see a listing that you like let me know the day of we can go there before the Friday with the offers are due. We can go with an inspector on Wednesday night. Yeah, we nice. can look at it before, give you a stamp of approval. Then you could go with your offer. It's like doing your homework, like yeah, Friday, right? Because that's what that's what it takes to be a good agent. You got to think strategically. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. if offers are due Friday, how do I prep to have the best offer possible? Yeah. Well, let's do all our conditions. Yeah, get the home insurance cool. Get all that stuff before we put in our offer. I mean, the market's completely different now. But that's the other thing, too. Every day you're re-strategizing, you're rethinking how to have the best opportunity to help your clients out and whatever. Yeah. Because now we're back into, like, a balanced market kind of idea. I mean, we're not... I wouldn't say we're 
there yet. It's kind of hard to tell what market we're in because some some listings I'll see they get no action. Some I'll see in my head I'm like it's a little high in price and then they get a they get a competing offers. Yeah. So we're living in a really <laughs> weird time, weird world time yeah. with these rates. Uh, but the only way we'll know, like a, you have to look back in the past, right? Right. So at the time, all these people that bought up until the rate hike, everybody mm -hmm. thought they were doing a good investment. And now everybody, all those same people are now saying, oh, I should have held off to buy or whatever, right? So mm -hmm. that's the thing with real estate. It's like, there's no true answer on if you did good or bad kind of right. idea. It's You can only tell by looking in the past after a year, mm -hmm. you know, like in the moment, yeah, oh, yeah this there's is no good immediate idea. feedback. Yeah. That's what I mean. In the moment, you're like, oh, this is a good thing. Mm -hmm. But that's like, you're asking with the clients, how do I help? get things prepped and whatever yeah that's my take on it is basically um yeah yeah interesting do you have to kind of last like one or two questions you have yeah. to kind of wrap it all up a um the best piece of advice that you've ever received that has also stood the test of time uh i so, mean yeah. me i work with steven cool himself like he is like the godfather of real estate like he's been there since i was like literally like like in diapers like he's been our team is uh over 20 years uh good I mean, for him good for yeah, you guys man no, shout, awesome. out, shout out to him yeah please that's being, cool uh, the og on the scene because i mean that's what i mean so for me like there's a million things he's told me and and kind of stuck with me and things like that um one of them is obviously speed to lead. That's very important in business. Speed to lead. Speed to lead. So, if somebody's inquiring about a listing or whatever, yeah, you have like the the faster you get to it, the better it is. Because if you're like, oh, prime example, you get a message at six o'clock at night. You're now winding down with your partner. You're like, oh, I'm tired or whatever. You might not answer till the next day. But that's what I'm saying. So if you're like, oh, I'll call them uh, tomorrow at lunch. By the time you call them, they might be like, oh yeah, another agent got a hold of me last night and, you know, so that's a piece that's always stuck with me with business is if business is calling to you, oh, another one too, shout out to my dad, uh, make hay while the sun shines. So if, Make hay while the sun shines. Yeah, so what that means is basically if, if, a, if somebody's asking you about real estate and they're mm -hmm. like, hey, I want to go view it and whatever, you might then, if you push it off to your own life, they might change their mind or whatever, right? Yeah, you, so you might miss opportunities or maybe they'll uh, message another agent or whatever. Cause mm. That's the thing with Instagram. It's so easy. People can message me and then two minutes later go message Tristan or, like, or something like that, yeah. right? Because, I mean, they're like, oh, he's on Instagram too. Uh, yeah, and this and is. that. But then, for example, now, if, like, just to shout him out, Tristan, say if he's ahead of me responding, mm -hmm. now I get back to them on the next day. Oh, sorry, I already viewed it. Uh, it's all good. Like, yeah, I'm taken care of, right? So that's yeah. always been a piece that stuck with me is like, uh, in business, it's just the faster, the better. Like, you want to be uh, on it like that because yeah. if you don't, you'll they'll, they'll find somebody else yeah. to answer, right? Everybody always does, too. Well, it's the same thing with social media. Yeah. Uh, you Everything's immediate now. Like, I want an answer now. So if, if someone has to wait, we have the access to it. They're gonna go look somewhere right? else, right? So oh, yeah. everybody better be like, I can oh. find out any answer to any question. What's the world's smallest planet? I'm like, well, well I'll think find in out. my head, if I so. wanted to get on a podcast, like, say, if I was like, if we didn't have this connection, yeah. if I was like, man, I really want to get on a podcast. So say I, I DM you, but you get back to me a little late. I might DM three people all mm -hmm. at the same time. 
hey, I want to get in a podcast. Hey, I want yeah. to get in a podcast. Hey, now, whatever one responds first, that's the one I'm going on, right? Yeah, So that's kind of my happening. mindset with business, too. It's like, <sighs> if someone's DMing me, I'm not going to... Like, everybody in my life knows family, friends, girlfriend, everything. They're yeah, like, it's a priority. Work but... first. Work first, mm-hmm. because if you don't, someone else will do it, right? It's kind of the... Yeah. You got you to gotta be there and got to be quick on it, because uh, you don't want to drop any opportunities, right? No. No, you're not yeah. wrong. I love those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing speed, eh? Maybe become a hay farmer now. <laughs> Amazing, make hay while the sun shines. I love it. Shout out to them both. But that's also a yeah. good mindset because when COVID was uh, going on, the mar- like the market was booming, right? Booming, yeah. So I was making sales here and there, and one month I did nine sales in the month, and I was aging Congrats, a month, aging yeah. a month. Now it's it's the opposite, right? Because now the interest rates are high, people are shy, and this and that. I do kind of want to mention to that. Um, if you're ever curious about real estate and questions and stuff, just DM me, like message mm-hmm. me. Because if you're, I find with the media, like if you listen to mainstream media, mm-hmm. all media sources are all on the same page. They're always like, oh yeah, oh the market's crashing, da, da, da. like they're nobody conflicts. They're not lying, but the thing is, is that they don't see the opportunities. They're just posting negative, negative, negative. For me, it's like mm-hmm. okay, all those people that waited to buy. Well, right now everything's on sale. Like pretty much uh, the same. Like the market went down X amount of money. So for me, it's like this is the time to buy because the yeah. prices are so low. You're getting the same house last year that was worth four hundred is now worth three hundred. You're saving yourself a hundred grand on a mortgage you gotta pay, right? So yeah. That's what I mean. So for me, uh, if media, because every person I talk to now is like, well, I'm not buying the the marketing uh, yeah. like all CBC and all that saying it's a horrible time to buy. It's like, well, why is it? Like, do you, do you have any logic to it? No, well, I, re- I just seen the the thing pop up on my Facebook, yeah. so I believe it. Well, if you dig into it and learn, like, sure, sh- the payments are higher for now, yeah. but they might lower the rates next year. So then, yeah, yeah, uh, no. that's what I mean. So today, right now, maybe can, right this moment, it's not ideal. I mean. So that's what I'm saying. Right now, yeah. it's not. But am I another good thing that sucks with me too? And with another quote, when everybody's going this way, you should be the one going that way. Right. So when when COVID was going on and everybody was buying and ninety five percent of people were buying, the five people that percent that was like I'm not buying now. Mm-hmm. Now they're the ones that should take advantage of this market because now the prices are like almost they're like they're down, right? Yeah. So sure, yeah, the payment is higher, but that's only for a couple years, maybe if that yeah. until they fix the rates again, right? So right. That's always 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 message me if you want advice. <laughs> Because I give I value, it. and yeah. when I give value, that leads to to business opportunities, yeah. and business opportunities leads to me getting paid, and this and that, right? So, so. with that being said, do you have uh, any last like words of wisdom you want to share that, like, or th- lessons you've learned, or uh, stuff like that? Yeah, uh, I mean, to be honest, like a good example. This was always a dream of mine to come on a podcast yeah. and be viewed as somebody cool. with like power, you know. Because now that's the thing that when people look at me now, it's like I have a responsibility of uh, mm-hmm. informing the public on how, Absolutely. you know what I mean? But yeah. uh, my last piece, that's kind of, I was that kid out of high school, like this podcast I'm assuming is targeting mm-hmm. like out of high school, right? So yeah. when I... 20 like somethings, that transition period. That's what I mean, when you're lost and you're no young uh, and you're confused in life, that's kind of what happened to me i was lost confused and young and i was you know bridging from electrical to real estate and all this stuff but that was it i just chased my passion and chased my um dream in life and whatever Mm -hmm. and for me i always loved real estate i always loved picking up the magazines when you went for breakfast and stuff and i'd flip through it and 
marketing and whatever. So for me, I believed in myself and I believed in what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have all these background noise and people saying, oh, you know, it's too competitive and it's not going to work out, blah, 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 blah. But for me, if you just believe in something and you just go for it, mm -hmm. it'll just play out. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, right? Nice. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to roll the red carpet for you now, bro. What, uh, where can people find you? Where can they connect? Yeah. Where can they get a hold of you? Um, yeah, I know you've said it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for me, the, the the main thing would be my Instagram, <laughs> at Koei Pichet. Um, you know, I'm also, uh, that's pretty much the main platform. I got Facebook mm -hmm. and stuff too. But for business <laughs> stuff, uh, if you're actually looking for like listings and stuff, the Kula team would be like the main like thing where all the marketing is for like actual properties and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I Cody Pichet on Instagram would be the big one. I know YouTube is going to be coming soon. That's probably my plan for next year. Nice. I want to start to film more like daily vlogs, um, content. Cause I agree with you to be honest. I think YouTube is the future, mm -hmm. but as of now, I would say the main connection, uh, would be on my Instagram. So I Cody Pichet. Nice. Perfect. Well, dude, I, uh, really, I had a good time. Yeah, from you. you too.